So, you know, if your end goal is you want to make $100,000. So the big question is what a top agent is doing to absolutely crush it in real estate. To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one -on -one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Elite Agent Secrets. Today, I'm joined by Robbie Johnson. Now strap on your seatbelts because Robbie has began her career all the way in Baton Rouge in LA at the gates of a country club in LA. She later moved to Destin, Florida and became a Florida broker for over 18 years, as well as being named Destin's Realtor of the Year, not once, but twice. She now has relocated to Abilene nine years ago and became a Texas broker. And today she runs her own team and she is the owner, team leader, coach for a KW mega team, mega as an M-E-G-A called Texas Lifestyle Group. Guys, today they are ranked top team in Abilene area, Texas and all of US. Her team is ranked number 52 in real trends in 2022. And in five years, she has taken her team from $20 million in production to about 98 plus million dollars in production. Now, Robbie is also a fully licensed and a licensed broker in Mississippi, selling the, go, selling the Gulf Coast with Lifestyle Realty. And what I find the most impressive is that context of 450 transactions is what makes up that 98 plus millions of dollars. So you guys do the math from the average price point. Because 98 million is hell of impressive, but the 450 is even more impressive than the 98, at least in my opinion. So Robbie, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, it's been it's been a blast. I mean, we we were we just started chatting and I said, Oh, hold on, hold on. Take us back to day one. I want everybody to hear your story because it's absolutely amazing. Take us back on how we got started in real estate and why did you get to decide to be in this crazy industry? So, you know, everybody gets into real estate for different reasons. And um, mine started with um, divorce. So here I am about to be a single mother. And I had to figure out how can I still, you know, be at my children's school and do all these different things that I need to do and be a single mom, basically. And so I decided if my friends can sell real estate, I can sell real estate. And I had no idea what I was really embarking on or where my um, competitive self would would actually take me in this. So um, that was in Baton Rouge. And I ended up in Destin, Florida and raised my children there and became a broker there. Um, did very well there. I went from um, being a REMAX agent to owning my own brokerage to it then merging with another national franchise. And uh, then I met the love of my life. And I said I would never leave Destin, Florida. I loved to Destin. And 900 miles later, never say never, I ended up in Abilene, Texas and went with Keller Williams. And it's just, it's been a journey of um, opening my mind to new opportunities of learning. I think one of the, the biggest things in this business is understanding that you've got to be learning based every day. And, you know, when somebody says to me, well, I've been in this business for 20 years or 40 years. Okay. What does that mean? Nothing. I've been in this business for 23 years. I learn every single day. 
And if you can be coachable every single day, you can achieve what I have achieved, which is very small compared to what so many people in the United States have achieved. You know, I always say it's context and perspective, right? This is why I wanted to highlight you doing 98 plus million, because we were talking about this off air where it's like 98 million in my market is literally a quarter or half of your volume. I like my average price point is almost double 2.5 X of what you're doing. So I find that the number of units is a lot more impressive than the total volume because the price point is so relevant and relative. And I want the audience that's actually listening to this to understand that if you're in a 200K price point, you can do 100 million, not by yourself, but it is possible. And the fact that you've done it in less than five years, as you started over in a brand new area, I'm assuming not knowing anybody, you're really good at starting over, which is crazy. Three times. You know, most agents that are brand new in an area, first of all, most brand new agents, 87% of them leave in year one, like, or at the end of year one, you started and became a brand new agent pretty much three times. And I think that's what's crazy. Like, do you remember how many deals you've done your year one, year two, year three? Yes. Year one was probably around five deals. And then, um, so year two, I was then in Destin, Florida. So I was starting over um, and I probably closed five or six in year two. And then year three was the shift of the craziness of real estate. So that was 2004. And so in 2004, well, so I was in a really different price point. <laughs> I was in Destin, Florida. So I maybe closed 20 deals, but you know, that was millions because my, my average sale back then was about 800,000. So, um, I was doing a lot more and I was, you know, I was an individual agent and, you know, I think one of the things that I've learned and especially, you know, being in coaching and things like that is that, um, I mean, it is great to say, you know, I've closed 90 million or 20 million or whatever it is, but to, to have, you know, 400, 450 transactions, those are relationships. And so that's where the mushroom effect comes in and where you start to really sustain in this business is by building relationships. And I, you know, I ask people all the time, because they're like, you have to work so hard. I make, I make as much money as you do. And I have to, you have to work so much harder than me. Well, okay. I, I don't disagree with you on that, but I've also made so many more relationships. So you can either have, you know, one, $1 million sale and make the same amount of money as me having five sales, maybe, or four sales, but I've made four to five more relationships. And those relationships, if they're fostered correctly, which is, you know, part of what we're going to talk about today, if they're fostered correctly, they will continue to build and grow your business. And that's how I've done it. So it's 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 like you said, the mushroom effect, some people call it the hockey stick effect, right, where it starts very slow and then all of a sudden it goes. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. The way you get to the 450, and ironically is our topic number one, organic growth through a touch program is the only scalable way because you have to multiply your efforts. 
You cannot do it yourself. And, and being in this industry for long enough now, I understand that concept. And like, I used to kind of bash on referrals because referrals are is a very unpredictable business. And I'm still of that opinion. However, you can make it a more predictable business when you have a plan to execute against. Tell us why organic growth through a touch program is topic number one, diving right in. So when I when I developed the team, I I went at the team is a little bit different. I had people who came to me and said, you know, I want to be a team with you. And it was like, okay, well, let's let's do this. So we kind of took that first year, we called it the year of systems. And we learned together uh, is what's going to work for us. So there were six originals, we call ourselves the OGs, and we're all still together. They're still part of my team, the original five. And um, so that that dates back to 2017. Fantastic five. Yeah, they've been with me a long time and they've grown this team to what it is today. And, you know, people coming on the team and different things like that. But, um, you know, through through organic growth, I chose as a team leader not to buy leads. So and, and, and leads are important and they're especially important if you have a brand new agent who is I love your dog in the background, by the way. I have five and I, he's, he's, he's I, I kind of you know, he's, he's, he's retirement, I have, uh, that's what we're in Florida. <laughs> I have standard poodles. They're huge. And I'm like, okay, they're getting crated um, or they're going in their little room. They don't have a crate. But um, anyway, so, you know, with organic growth, organic growth was really important to us because I was not buying leads for my team. I, the people who originally came on my team were all um, very experienced agents. They'd been in the business for a while. They kind of already had a sphere. So I looked at our brokerage aspect of it of, okay, maybe I should go at this like a brokerage aspect where our owner of our company, you know, he says, I'm not going to give you the fish. I'm going to teach you how to fish. And so that, that became how I ran my team and how I grew my team. So anyone who came on the team, I immediately shared, we're not buying leads. It, it could take you, you know, two to three years to really be successful in this business, because what I'm going to teach you is how to make it and, and make it big. If you choose to buy leads, you can buy leads yourself. Um, and I will help you foster those and teach you how to convert them. I know how to convert leads. But my basis as a coach is to teach you how to go out and fish and and reel it in and then keep it forever. So, and that's the touch program. You know, it's, it's amazing because we have total opposites ways of building this business. I came into the okay. market, new agent and leads is all I did. Paid advertising is all I did. Facebook, I've grinded my teeth. I've banged my head against the wall and tried jumping out my window. <laughs> and I still do. And I still do it. So, so that fully organically is well, just something I never understood how to do it. So, when we're talking about the organic growth touch program, what does your touch program actually look like? Like, if I am just getting in and I'm mm -hmm. brand new to this industry, what am I doing? Okay. So the first thing that you're doing, of course, is you're building your database, and I call it a data bank because that's your bank of business. 
So I have a form that I have the agents fill out that it's kind of a everyone who you know form. So they all fill the form out and then we start developing their CRM. Um, so after the CRM is together and, you know, with, with some CRMs in it, you've got, especially if you're buying leads, you've got METs and not METs. So we're going to focus on the METs in the very beginning of people who you know. They and and you can't be scared of putting them on that list of, well, they'll never do business with me. They've always done business with this person. Well, through the touch program, you're about to make yourself look like an expert in the market. So maybe they will do business with you. And that's, again, how I grew my business here was just every single person I met, they went into my CRM and were part of the touch program. So what is the touch program? It is basically touching that base, whether it's 20 people or a thousand, whatever your number is, it's touching that base every single month, two to three times. So you'll hear like 36 touch program, 24 touch, 30 touch, whatever it is. And there's so many different ways to touch them. You can't just send a bunch of emails or send a bunch of text messages. You have to have face-to-face, that's client events. There's different ways that you can do this. Um, some people, you know, do drive-bys or pop-bys if you want to call it. Um, you know, a lot of people don't like to do those and that's fine. So your client events are going to be your face-to-face or just simply taking somebody to have coffee or lunch, you know, however it is that you want to do a face-to-face with them. Um, but then there's email, there's text, and then there's direct mail. So those are going to be your four different ways. And with every single person out there, they all respond in a different manner. So if you're touching everyone in all of the manners, you're going to hit what it is that attracts that person to you, so to say, in communication. So you can't get focused on just, I'm just going to send them a text message. Okay, well, if that's all you're going to do, I'll coach you and that's all you're going to do. But at least spice it up and do a video in it so um, so that they can get face to face with you. Um, so oh, don't don't go into topic number three yet, though. We're going to have yeah, to save it. I won't get um, into videos right now. I here's <laughs> one thing that I would like to jump in on is you're, you said 36 touch point, And, you know, for everybody who's wearing red and understands the KW playbook that yeah. has read Millionaire Real Estate Agent, by, by any means, this isn't a KW plug, but do pick up the Millionaire Real Estate Agent. It's based off exactly. of models and proven methods. It's based off of research. It's a good starting right. point and figure out it a is. hybrid model of what works for you. The reason I wanted to bring that up is because I was thinking of a 36 touch point and I'm thinking, I was like, how the heck am I going to touch my database 36 times? But what you just said, phone call, text, email, that's three. You do them once per quarter. So that's three times four. Now you're at 12. But let's say you added another touch point, which would be like a mailer, maybe like a card, right? I'll tell you how I like. how Yeah did mine out for the team is um, I'm kind of old school. You know, everybody again has their way. But old school works because nobody does old school anymore. Everybody's trying to get fancy over here. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm visual. I put 12 pieces of paper out on my bar, put the months of the year across all of them and said, okay, what am I going to do every single month? So the first thing I did, if you're doing cladding fence is I wrote down in sporadically through the months where my client events were going to be. So I we run as a team about 
four client events per year. So there's going to be four months. In those, there's three different touches. So there's what you do before the event, there's the actual event, and then there's the follow-up after the event. So that's three touches right there. And then you write those down as well, those three touches. Um, Then I go in and say, okay, in um, January and in June, I'm doing CMA letters to everybody. Don't limit to past clients. Send it to everyone who you know. It's easy to do a CMA overview. You're not doing a market analysis. You're not giving them, you know, a, this is exactly what your home is worth. You're just giving them a CMA overview and saying, if you want more information, I can set an appointment, come see your home. And then I can give you more accurate numbers. But we do it on the, in January and June, because those are the two times of the year when people may be wanting that information. January, sometimes for taxes, So they can see what the value of their home is, or they may be thinking about doing a refi or whatever it is. And then the six month mark is just so that you're always staying in touch with that information. So that right there is going to deem you as a market expert. That's two touches. Your next one and a third could be, or a fourth, two more could be following up. Did you receive it in a different form of communication? Um, Then next, um, We do the homestead exemption letters as well. It's another touch. Again, you can do it in a video. You can do it in a letter. You can do it however you want to do it. Just put it down on there that it needs to be done. You need to remind people um, if they haven't filed for their homestead to file, you know, for their homestead. It's important. It's tax break. Um, Next is, let me look, make sure I'm getting them all. Um, Our newsletter. So we put out a monthly newsletter. So there's 12 touches right there. And again, that can be however you want to distribute that. We distribute that with an email. So when I'm doing my three, two to three per month, we're writing next to it how we're going to distribute so that we have three different types of distribution. Does that make sense? So um, then we do home purchase anniversary cards. You can also do a CMA in that. You bought your home a year ago. I hope you're still happy with it. Here's an update of what it might look like today if you sold it. And then we do a lot of um, like handwritten notes to people. We may see on Facebook, someone's child has graduated. And, you know, you have to start thinking that they may need a college place. So it's just a so happy to see, you know, that. Michelle graduated from high school. I wish her the best in her journey if she's going to college or whatever. It just might put seeds in their mind or it just might confirm a friendship. It isn't always about selling real estate. So once you get your touch program kind of laid out as to what it is that you want to, to do with them, then you have to get into the implementation. Writing it down on a piece of paper and saying, I'm going to do this in this month. You know, now we're going to get back into the, the KW models. Not having, you know, your goals or GPS as to how it's going to get you there. Um, it, it's it's just something on your calendar. If you say that you're going to send out a CMA to people in January, well, in December, you need to be addressing envelopes, um, you know, printing the CMAs, printing the cover letters, however it is you're going to do. But just to say on this date, I'm going to get it out the door. You've got to have the preparation. Client events, you've got to have the preparation on the calendar as well to make sure that it gets executed. 
I would almost argue that the prep work takes longer than the actual send out the execution, right? Because oh, absolutely. I mean, shit, I'm guilty of this. I've been trying to call Fizbos expired, canceled, whatever for the last week. And my coach is going to have a fun time with me tomorrow or actually later today. And he is going, I know he's going to rip me a new one and I'm going to have to take it. I, I just didn't do it, but I just didn't prepare for it. Right. It is, it is, I am, I'm willing to take the L. I'm willing to, to test something else. I'm willing to try enough, another strategy. And this is one of those things. The touch point is one of those things. This is something that I'm implementing and it's okay. If it takes you a little bit longer, just know that you're implementing it. I think done is better than none. So if you get overwhelmed saying, oh, 36 touch points, client events, mailers, handwritten letters, listen, start with one phone call a quarter. If they don't pick up, shoot them a text. You're exactly right. And, you know, you start with the end goal in mind always and work your way back from that end goal. And, of course, you know, we, we teach that as well in our 411 with, with Keller Williams. So, you know, if your end goal is you want to make $100,000 or you want, you know, 400 closings or whatever your end goal is, how am I going to get to that end goal? What am I going to do in December? What am I going to do in, in November? And when you don't make those calls, you have to ask yourself. Was it worth it me not making those calls to to not make my end goal? You know, as Scary Keller tells us, we have to choose our heart in life. It's hard to make those calls. What's harder to not make the calls or not make the hundred thousand dollars or whatever your goal is? I'm using that as an example. You have to choose your heart. But you know what? So, You're so right. You're so right. Because like I just did the math of what it's costing me not to spend 10 hours on me to get a listing per week. And if I did my average commission, let's just round the numbers up. Let's say it's 20 grand. Four weeks. That's $80,000. Okay, let's say it's 10,000 because there's going to be somebody listening saying, oh, oh, I don't make that much commission per deal. Let's say it's 10. 10 times four, it's still 40. It's costing me $40,000 a month to not do it. Not do it. And here's here's what the numbers break down. I found this very interesting. I don't remember where I read this, but I think of clients as in lifetime value of a client. Most people think it's the sale and it's that $7,000, $10,000 check. Mm-hmm. An average person is going to move three to five times every five to seven years with every major life change or event. So right. if you just go off of three times every five years, that's 15 years total. Over the 15 years total, they're going to go from an entry-level house to an upgrade to next stage or whatever. Let's say that's 10, 10, 10. That's a $30,000 worth client. Oh, and by the way, for every person that asks them, who do you know that's a real estate agent, they're more than happy to refer you. You just have to teach them. So then add on two referrals for per year, but let's... Let's tone it down. Let's say 15 referrals total over 15 years, 15 times 10. Now we're at 150, 150 plus 30. Now we're at 180. That client is worth $180,000 GCI. And if you're tracking, you'll know. So I track everything where everybody comes from. You'll know exactly what's working, what's not working. Um, So that goes right along with what you're talking about is, you know, I have people who have never bought or sold with me. 
But like last year, one person who's on my touch program fully has never bought or sold with me. I had three closings last year because of her. So you just, you never know where that business is going to come from. And that's what I say about don't take those people off because they may be your referral partners. And, you know, exactly. it's, it's, and it's all about the relationship. It's about building relationships in this business. Big time, big time, because relationships are going to compound, right? And that's really exactly. what I want the audience to, to listen to. It's, it's so much easier to sell people who's already bought with you. Oh, There's already yeah. trust there. There's already respect there. There's right. already something of substance versus convince. I'll, I'll give a great example. If, if you have your high school sweetheart and you've known them all your life, that is a lot of an easier decision to make, especially because of the past and the history that you guys had versus if you meet a man or a woman or whatever your preference is, <laughs> tread carefully here, I guess, apparently at a bar on a Friday night and you end up taking them home. We're talking about two different experiences at that point. Same thing with our clients. Why are we treating them as a one night stand, essentially, for lack of better words, where we are, quote unquote, dedicated to them for the 30 days that it takes to get the transaction sold or 45 or 60, because now you're, you have some preliminaries that you got to get done, right? And then you dump them. You break up with them. The moment you, the moment you get that check, you're like, see ya. Exactly. That's the way I kind of think of this business, right? And it goes, you know, right along. Gary Keller teaches us that, you know, why are we always chasing the new when we've got a garden to grow of people who know us and love us and already trust us? Build that. I'm not saying don't go chase the new and don't follow up on leads. That is not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying we get so caught up on chasing the new that we forget about what's right there in our backyard. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com partner, or you can just click the link in the description below.